Oh my gosh, have you heard Carrie's convo? Oh yeah. Carrie's conversation? Hi Trevor. That is correct. Ooh, sure. Okay. It's been said that time is not wow. in the milestones. Ooh. But rather, yeah. it's made of simple moments together. <laughs> That may not be the best choice. Okay, so besides, one of the things I wanted to ask you is you're a healer. I mean, besides spiritual healings that you do and your tinctures and your food is your medicine and all that. I know the things that you do, but I want you yeah. to say what some of the things that you've done. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually just going through a memory the other day, and my mom used to always call me the little nurse because when we were at the orphanage, yeah. people, you know, somebody would be sick or something, and I'd go over, you know, as a child, you're like, Ollie, let me take care of you. And, yeah. You know, and, you know, like pat your head and I'm gonna check your heart and like the whole thing because you just so. And then, but like it continued, like this whole like obsession with wanting to make you better. And like food is your medicine, 100%. And I always had like this love for the kitchen and making sure that what you're putting in your body is going to make you better. So like when people are sick, like I make us bone broth in the house. And Mm -hmm. during the time of year when the flu is really bad, like we do that. And I make fire cider on a regular basis. So you know, and the little boys know from a young age, we do like the shot game. <laughs> so I turn like, turn them into little baby frat boys because they, oh, I like, no. I make the fire cider, which is like really potent. It's um, apple cider vinegar and um, onions and garlic and jalapenos and horseradish and ginger and turmeric and more hot things. Like if you can find more, you know, types of peppers and it just sits and sits and sits and cooks for like six weeks. Oh, wow. In the dark. Then you strain it and that, should have last forever. Wow. But you want to use it as much as possible yeah. because it is. You don't is, want to kiss anybody after you drink Oh my that. God, no. Like, yeah, you, just, you brush your teeth after that. It's bad. <laughs> and I call it dragon's breath. Like, <laughs> that's the name of it because they were little, you know, and I'm yeah. trying to make it fun for them. So we would line up little shot glasses of, you know, our fire cider or dragon's breath. And I'd be like, all right, guys, let's do this. And they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, I bet you can't do it the fastest. And I'm like, you know, like trying to get them to yeah. like, do it. Yeah. It's like shot, 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 shot. <laughs> so they'd say to her like, ready, you go, you go, you go. All right, go, go. And they'd like chug it as fast as they could. Yeah. And I like, don't sip on it. It'll take you all day. I'm like, just get get it done. And they're like, ah, like it smells awful. Mm-hmm. And then they never got the flu. Like it's just ever. Ever. Like my people never get the flu. That's amazing. Ever. So that's just like one of the things that we love in your life. Yeah. So they know. They know Mm -hmm. like mom stuff might be really bad tasting, but it's gonna be amazing, you know. Yeah. And then with as far as like kitchen food and thing like that, you know, obviously it's gonna taste way better and a lot of love and stuff. But yeah. Um, so it's just always been like this thing of wanting to, you know make life better and healthier in that way so even when you were at a young age and y'all were yeah at the orphanage or wherever you were traveling around in mexico where else did you guys so we were yeah we were just in mexico two different times or three because we were in the mountains and then eventually we went um back home to san antonio and then we stayed stateside for a couple times and then we went back to do a church plant I say we. I was like four. <laughs> yeah. 
I was. <laughs> but crazy stuff that happened. And we can definitely talk about this some other time if you want to, too. Um, I love it. I can come back and talk about all the crazy Bring stuff. Bring it on, man. I that want we it. saw. That's what I want. Yeah. Bring it. That we Give saw. Give me one. In the, okay. Right now. So there, it was like, so we were living in a governor's mansion. And or- this is what the orphanage was. So the government had given this over to the state so that it could be an orphan house, right? Mm-hmm. So it was an old governor's mansion, which is like, and then a lot of the houses in Mexico are like the hacienda style. Mm-hmm. So like it wrapped around the courtyard and the pool yeah. in the middle. So it was just really, you know, large corridors and long hallways, right? And then we had this beautiful dining room that we would eat in. Like, and the floors, of course, were probably like saltillo tile. I just, they're definitely tile. I'm just assuming they're saltillo tile because that's, that's what the, that's, that's the what norm we did. There. Yeah, that's yeah. normally what we built. They built things in. So we have these big tables and chairs and everything. And this was it. Ha- it had to have been like some portal. Dad and I talk about it all the time mm-hmm. because there was so much spiritual activity in this place. Both good and bad. It was ridiculous, like evil and good, right? It's It wasn't just like a ton of demonic activity. There was tons of angels. Like we'd see them all the time just moving through and like the miracles that would happen and things. So it's just like you got to just take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one of those. It's a spiritual warfare. All the time. Yeah. So we're asleep one night and you hear all this banging, like chairs being thrown and moved and banging and just all this shit happening and it's crazy loud 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 because it's it's like there wasn't a lot of things to like soundproof mm-hmm. you know a dining hall it's just a fucking table with a bunch of chairs yeah and then, on that tile yeah on the right. tile yeah. and so it's very the acoustics are really like great in there so you hear all this noise and it's just it startles us right so i stay and dad goes into the kitchen and what he sees is the chairs are everywhere. The table's turned and everything's open and tossed up. And so it's totally like a horror movie. You know, like you're like, <laughs> you walk into the room and you're like, and everything's tossed, right? And he just kind of starts praying. He's just praying. He's like, okay, Father, like you have us here. You want us here for a reason. Just keep us all safe. Keep our family safe. And whatever isn't of you, like it needs to go. So like simple prayers like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where that's just, and that's like the normal prayer is father, I am where I'm supposed to be. So you're here. Holy spirit, you're here. And whatever isn't of you doesn't belong. That's right. Like let it go right now. Yeah. Just, I don't want it here. Clear it. Yeah. Clear it out. So he like, he puts it all back together and then we go back to sleep and then it does it again, whatever it was. And it's yeah. just one of those disruptive things. Like yeah. they just want you to engage. They mm-hmm. want your attention. And it's so he like he didn't play the game. You know, he's like, dude, make the mess. We're just going to go to sleep. Right. Well, there were more malevolent ones that wanted other things. And so it got to be kind of scary sometimes. And I remember running down the hall like I was running down the hallway to my mom on the other side. And I saw something like in front of me and like it kind of like startled me and I stopped. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was something. And my mom's like, come on, come on, come on. You know, we got to go. So I like keep running. And as I'm walking, like my body goes flying. Like I literally like trip over this huge nothing. And my body goes flying across. And my mom was like, she saw it. And then she was like, come on, like, let's go. And she's like running to me. I'm running to her. And did she she see it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so you both saw yeah. it. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, I don't know. Like, as a child, I feel like you see all the things and you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. until it does something. So it was, and then at that point, like ever since that point, I had, there's like, I'll have like the one that stands by my bed, scares the shit out of me when I wake up or it's literally like on top of me and I can't move and I can't breathe. And so there, there's those that come back a lot, you know, and since Mm -hmm. we've been in this house now that we're at Missouri, I told you, I was like, I feel like this is a portal because we're seeing both in our house. Mm -hmm. We're seeing, I can see angels and Jariah's talking to him and hanging out with him in his room. And, and with his whole being on the spectrum, he's like hypersensitive Mm -hmm. to spiritual activity so you like i love watching him watch everything around us because that's the most beautiful thing is just to know that this little magical baby is like extra spiritual and he's sensitive he's beyond like this little body you know what i mean like and it's okay if he's nonverbal. you know it's okay because he has a completely different language he was made perfect in this spiritual world it's just he's so brilliant so yeah so we're seeing a lot of both and um, I feel like I was telling Josh, the previous owner, she was on her deathbed, also in our room. No. Yep. Really? Yeah. Did she live? She lived. And it was a hard recovery for her, too. Oh, my gosh. And no I, way. yeah, and I told Josh, I was like, I really feel like there is something here. It's not the only thing that's here. I feel like there's something here that doesn't like women. Like it has like a vendetta against women. And so it's like, it's literally trying to kill us because we're the only two women and everybody else is 100% healthy. Nobody else in my family got sick. Nobody got anything. Nobody got COVID. Nobody got pneumonia. Nobody got, none of them have had any of those things. Wow. And I'm the only one that's like literally dying on the bed. Like it was crazy. And people will come over, um, like people will visit and stuff. And of course, you know, we attract amazing people. So like all my people are very spiritual people and they see things, right? So one of them, she was staying in Joshua's room it's downstairs and Joshua was like, Joshua's room is bigger than mine. It's this adorable suite. Like he can fit a huge couch in there and his bed and this bathroom all by himself. Like he never has to leave. It's crazy cozy. <laughs> it's so cool. So she's staying in his room and I guess he was out of town or something. So she can lay in the she was laying in the bed and the stairs are here so you walk down the stairs and then there's a huge living room den down here right and then Joshua's room's way over here on that side so right here and this is where a lot of the activity is happening is right at the base of the stairs like if we're talking spiritual stuff when i went down to the stairs and it hit me and i'm like i can't go back up the stairs like, yeah that's where all that happens right so it very well could have been way more spiritual than i ever give it credit for you know what i mean yeah. the whole me thing yeah. so She's laying in the bed and her head is turned sideways looking and she sees an entity and it's not a good one because she's like, she can feel it, it. T- it tells you what it well, is. Well, I think you, you feel, feel it. it. Yeah. You ju- it's a knowing. It's yeah. claircognizance. Yeah. It's a knowing. So she was like, mm-hmm. fuck this. <laughs> so yeah. She closes the door, locks it, and then she like sages the shit out of that room. And that room, I've been cleansing that room over and over and over again because the previous owner's father died in that room okay so and she she was very open about it like we talked and something she's like yeah i blessed it it's fine i opened the window like the whole like superstition of like letting the spirit go like the whole thing right yeah she's like so it's been cleansed and blessed i'm like okay yeah i'm like appreciate that and then i go back and i'm doing it all the time anyways because regardless of him passing there's there's a ton of activity that happens 
so she's she's saged. She's like, I'm saging, saging. And then she like goes to sleep facing the door and, you know, and she didn't see it again. Before that, after I was sick, Leslie and Mary um, came to see me. And Mary is a Reiki master and the aligning of the chakra. But it's something similar, like seeing things too, right? So she sees a lot of stuff too. So she was over at the house and she was like, huh. She goes, so I just saw somebody downstairs. <laughs> and I was like. Different person. Yeah, different person. Completely. Yeah. And she says. They don't know each other. Yeah. These two people. Because the other yeah. person that had saw it. Vanessa. Yeah. She. They don't know. They've never they met before. They've never met before. No, no. And this. And was these be- are your Texas friends that came up to visit you. Well, Vanessa's in Washington now. So like they're. Okay. They've never crossed paths. And Vanessa was in Wimberley at one point. Yeah. And this is after I got back from the hospital. So this is before Vanessa. Mary saw this person. Okay. This, and she says, she's like, this is more protective, though, what I saw. Like, I didn't feel any fear. I felt like this, we'll call it a being, was there on a protective mission. Like, kind of just overseeing everything to make sure everything's okay. Like, there was like a calming sense yeah. that she got from that. Because there's another story I need to tell you about Bring it. that, too. Um, but anyways, really quick, just to wrap up the whole cleansing thing yeah that that's something we do regularly like i because of my herbalism and stuff like i love to infuse oil so i infuse my own frankincense oil and i anoint it so i like literally i have some in the car for you i literally (laughs) like walk around with my own anointing oil you know Mm -hmm. and it's so cool because out of the blue i'll run into a situation where i'm like and i need to go bless that place with my anointing oil like you know, it's just, it's, a, it's really cool. It. So I regularly like pray over all my doorways, pray over all my windows and sage everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. I say sage. I use Palo Santo. I love Palo Santo. Palo Santo I prefer it. Oh. And they're both very similar to each other mm-hmm. in what they're in their properties, because like your actual like herbal properties that the mm-hmm. medicinal properties that they do is when you burn the Palo Santo or the sage. It literally cleanses the air. Cleanses the air. Mm-hmm. So it's eating up anything that, you know, little microorganisms that are there that are bad for the air and it purifies the air. So it's so, it's meant to do this. It is. Know? It's so beautiful. It's so and there's, I know uh, there was like, and a, Palo Santo is also used in, for blessing as yes. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it, um, yeah, so like its spiritual benefit would be or metaphysical, like have whatever word you want to use. It's very, um, it, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's this, you know, opens up to like beautiful things to happen around yeah. you. It's just really pretty. And um, this like a side note on it is that they were endangered for a while in Ecuador, the Palo Santo trees, because everybody was using them oh for gosh, this resource. So just, you know, now everything's back to it's OK now. They've mm-hmm. known how to like ethically yeah. resource it and whatever. So yeah. just make sure you like when you're getting it, that you're getting it from like a, a sound place you know just yeah. to be safe and keep the trees going you know like keep the trees alive we need them as i'm kind of like walking through this week to get to you right i i have like you know i'm getting ready for the day and i'm kind of like buzzing around wimberly you know like my, my old stomping ground and go and like i feel i felt like wherever i was that's where i was supposed to be like and just magical beautiful people keep just kept falling in front of me yeah like it was the coolest day so i'm that's sitting awesome. down at community pizza and i ran into one of my old girlfriend's daughters, I like got to engage and she saw me and she ran around the corner and hugged me. And she's just this beautiful person, like inside out. 
And I wasn't feeling so hot that morning either. Like just kind of icky with all my detoxing going on and just so yes, I'm like sitting there and just not feeling 100% and my hair is not messy because it's Texas. And, and she's just, she looks at me, she says, you are, your soul is so beautiful and bright today. Like, thank you for coming to see me today. I'm like looking around like me, <laughs> like the same thing I did earlier. Am I really? <laughs> yeah. And she says, you're a phoenix on fire. She goes like, phoenixes are cool and they're like on fire. She's like, but no, like you're on fire. She says, I can see that you're on fire. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, it's one of those days, right? We just are just talking. And she says, did you have a near-death experience? And I was like, yeah, pretty much. Like, I was pretty much almost dead. I didn't like, she goes, you were there. You didn't cross over, but you were. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, no, she goes, but you were there. And it changed you. Uh And she's like, and you're, you're different now. You're totally different now. And she said... So, yeah, it was like, you know how I talk. I'm just like all over the place. I just went back and forth, back and forth. And so at some point I mentioned mommy dying in November. And and then we like come back around to the other conversation. And she says, your mom was there. She goes, did you have like an experience like coming back? I was like, yes, I did. I was like, it was amazing. Like, and I'm like, I'm like telling her bits and pieces of it. And she goes, your mom was there the whole time and like, her hands were there mm-hmm. like, on you. Mm-hmm. And she wants me to tell you that. And she's like, you, you're, you're doing it. You're doing exactly what you need to be doing. Really? And I told her that because it's dark around me, but not like in a dark place. I'm not in like a dark place. I'm just a little like I feel lost because mm-hmm. I don't know which direction I'm supposed to be going. Yeah. So I feel like I'm stuck. I think you made it your head up to the water. And now you're just trying to figure out what shortest one to. Yeah, yeah. And that you're in the right spot. And he's got you right there. And I feel like it's just keep listening. Just keep taking the steps. Because sometimes he will only give you a step for right now. But you want to see the 10 steps in front of you. And you want to see the end. Yeah. Because that's what my life has been as well. And Adam and whatever we're dealing with, you know? And Adam and I have laughed about it. It's like, can you just give me, like, we look at them as stones. What's the first stone? Can you give me two stones? Two steps ahead, not just one, you know? But when you do, he's there. And then then it just starts to flow. And I think that's what's happening. And then there's also a spiritual battle that's also going on all the time that are trying to stop us. I felt like last night I I was attacked, which I hadn't told any, obviously anybody this. The only one that really knows is Isabel because she was there. Yeah. But, you know, I've had experiences before, like when I was interviewing Rich the night before his interview, I was in the kitchen and the, the lights on our vent the oven just start going off and on it starts turning on and the lights start to i mean it's chaos right and it never happens but it's happened like one other time and i felt like it was spiritual because there's nothing wrong with it we've had it looked at and it works and then when i interview rich he tells me pretty much almost the exact same story that his brother who had passed terry was always messing with him and he would mess with him at 
their house after he passed, oh, yeah, yeah. which was awesome because I was, he's telling me this and I'm like, this just happened to me last night. My two daughters were in there yeah, and it kept happening and we were trying to turn it off. And finally I stood up and I looked at it and I said, watch this, Sophia. I said, in the name of Jesus, stop. It turned off. Oh my gosh. All of it. Yeah. I mean, it was so loud. The vents, the lights. We kept pushing the buttons. We're trying to turn it off. It wouldn't turn off. And I said that and it stopped. And the next day I'm interviewing Rich and he's telling me all these things. And I'm like, well, I can tell you he's here because last night this is what happened to me. And he was just like, no way. And we, it was such a great story. Yeah. And then last night I was like sitting there cooking, Mm -hmm. making the sauce. I eat honey all the time. I don't have allergies like that, whatever. And I took a sip and my throat closed up in anaphylactic shock. Oh my gosh. And I thought I was going to die. And I grabbed Isabel and I squeezed her and I looked at her and I heard, calm down and take your breath. And right when I heard the words and I went, I, 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 and relax. Yeah. It, I started to breathe. It was That's the scary. craziest thing, right? Things like this happen to us all the time. Yeah. And some things can be scary and I could take it in a fear way. Yeah. But I know that I'm protected. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I mean, yeah. I just know that. Yeah. And so then this morning, all morning, my whole body is just like this with yeah. energy and goodness. But before, when I would feel that, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Now I know the difference between anxiety and when the Holy Spirit's about to do something really powerful. Yeah. And so I felt like that was just something, you know, right yeah. before we do something spiritual or an event yeah. or a study or anything, chaos, it stirs up chaos because it's a spiritual warfare. And are you strong enough to recognize it? Are you stupid enough to ignore Mm -hmm. it and think that or be afraid of it? Because I was. I don't want any part of that. You're going to stir up a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And when you do, you don't know what's going to happen to you. Well, I know what's going to happen because this is life. Things happen. But I know that God saved my son from being killed by getting hit by a car. Yeah. And he wasn't in a car. He ran towards the car and did $3,500 worth of damage. He should have been dead. There was a boy that did it the night before and a boy that did it the night before because because a detective told us. And he said, I just want you to know, this is my third night, same situation, same highway, same scenario, and your son lived. So nobody nobody was there that I can explain the story to because they don't know the magnitude of it. Yeah. Yeah. He shouldn't have lived. Yeah. But I know that my God is greater. Mm-hmm. And I, d- I don't want to come across and say, because he could have died and that could have been his time. And there was yeah. a reason and a purpose for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's so crazy. It's hard. And well, and, and sometimes I feel like he had to have known, you know, I mean, the detective had to have known that something more Oh, you know he did. I mean? He told yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Like he was on the phone with me for two hours, and he's 
from what I, I mean, we were on the phone for days because it was very complicated. And Miles has schizophrenia and he thought that he was being chased by 30 cars that were trying to kill us and then was trying to kill him. And so he thought he was saving our lives. And how many, and here's the other thing that I feel like one of the reasons why I feel it's so important to tell this story is because there's a lot of parents out there that did lose their son to the same exact thing. Yeah. Mental illness. Doing, I know someone that their son just ran out. He snapped at a party, 18 years old, and he just started running. Well, he didn't know where he was running. Well, he ran out in the middle of the highway and got hit by an 18 wheeler. Oh my God. He didn't know. And those stories I find are more common than the ones that are, I just didn't want to live anymore. There are those. But for you to want to kill yourself, there's something wrong mentally, Mm -hmm. whether they're seeing things or hearing things or depression is a mental illness. It really is. So. That's why I feel like I got to tell that story. Mm-hmm. There's a mom out there that is thinking that she did a bad job. She didn't do enough. You know, if she would have done this, if she would have done that, he'd still be here. And she didn't know that he had a mental illness. Right. Yeah. And I don't want that person to live the rest of their life believing that lie. Amen. Yeah, 100%. Wow. Thanks for listening to Chatterbox Radio. If you want to hear more about the guests on this show, please visit www.thechatterboxradio.com. Whatever. I'm going to do whatever I want. Okay. Is that my jacket? Is that? Take it off. That's my shirt. Is that my sweatshirt? Take it off. Is that my t-shirt? Take it off. She's such a little... It's okay. What fur? Thank you. Baby, thanks for listening. 